Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The second take variety hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the variety hour. There's something about the word hour. There's meant to be a joke here that I did not write. And I'm Sebastian. I am Andy Shostler. I will not take an hour to say that. <laughs> and I'm about to eat a caramello koala. And I'm Alex. Huzzah. The best part of Christmas. Yeah. So this should be, if time works the way I think it is, <laughs> the first variety hour of 2019. Yay! So we're going to look back and do a little bit different to what we've done. We're going to do a top five and bottom five each for the films that we saw in the last year. Wait, we're starting the year with a recap? Yep. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now now that we're officially out of 2018, we can look back on all of 2018 and judge. A true, a true. And Mm. give give it a proper perspective. So, yeah, we've got Mm. our top and bottom five, but they're films that we saw for the first time in 2018. So there'll be some films that have made each of our lists that were out in that year and some that are much older. It just kind of depends. Um, We're going to go through the top 10 international grossing films for the year and then just play a fun little game. How does that sound? I love games and puzzles. Yay. Well, do you guys want to start with your bottom five so we can end on a good note? Let's do it. Sure. I'll start. Okay. What's your number five? I didn't have any order to this. You are a trash monkey. (laughs) They're all (laughs) equally not my favorites. Okay. Let's do it. Well, mine are in order. Andrew, yours are in order. Of course. Because you're civilized. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Alex. You can't make a list without ranking them. (laughs) Five being being the most hated or one being the most hated? One being the the most hated. hated. Of course. To make a bye 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 joke. I'm just going to give you all five. No, 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 just one. Just one of them. Go in a circle to see who had the worst. All right. I guess this was my least favorite. I, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this on the fly. <laughs> Least favorite. All right, Goldblum, go. Death Proof. Okay. Really? Interesting. Okay. I saw Passengers for the first time this year, and it was- Is that the- um, That's the Chris, Chris Pat, Pat yep. um, K, what's her name? Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Wait, was that meant to be number five or number one? Five. <laughs> five. We're starting with the, with the least Countdown. bad to the most bad. Oh. Have, you, have you never- Done a countdown show? Have you never seen one? Yeah, if you reveal first place, no, everyone will stop listening because, like, well, I've heard it all. I didn't win. I don't care. <laughs> okay, well, I just, I'm, I guess I'm just giving you my five out of order. <laughs> like you, yeah. But if you can prep yourself for the top five to be in order, number one being the best. Sure. So pass- passengers is on this list because it it was disappointing, not because it was bad, just because it was a huge miss opportunity, missed opportunity. And it and it was had so much potential, and it just played it in 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 the most boring way possible. Yeah, I didn't like it. Hated it. 
My number five, and hear me out because I'm going to make some big enemies here, is Fantastic Beasts 2. Yep. Because it was a trash movie for yep. trash people that went nowhere. Yep. Um, but we've, we've spoken about that recently, so I'm not going to go in depth. I'm just going to say <laughs> it was See? just a bit of a mess. See, you do have wrong opinions. <laughs> in, nope. What was, your, what was your number four, Alex? Well, one of them is the Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> That's my number four. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. My number four, Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good job. For, for reasons Seb and I do agree on. <laughs> I was about to say, we're not so different, <laughs> you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts into our farmer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was a mess, right? Yeah. Like, thank mess. God we didn't pay yeah. for it. That's yeah. all I can say. Otherwise, oh. it would have been lower I mean, on my list. We did pay for it, just not solely for that. But we paid for it with our time. That's true. that's not the John Goodman one, is it? No, that's no. that's good. That's ten, that was ten 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 lane. Lane. Okay. Which was much better. Much yeah. better. Right. And it had um Ramona Flowers in it. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. There you go. Yeah. Well, my number four, it's been on Netflix for a while, but I did genuinely see it for the first time this year. Um, Adam Sandler's Ridiculous Six. Oh, okay. I've been uh, I've been like tempted to watch it. We had a dog sitter for a while and she used to use my Netflix account when she was over. And yeah. My Netflix account. Yeah. And she was young, so it was all Adam Sandler yeah. films. So my suggested list on Netflix is just fucked. And that keeps coming up for yeah. me. I'm like, maybe today's the day. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, watch it as, as an example of how to- Take a joke and make it unfunny yeah. over and over again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's typical Sandler. <laughs> I'll right, number three because I already did my four as well. Next one. Um, solo. Really? Didn't like it. Didn't, wasn't. That's interesting okay, because so it's on my good list. It was honorable mention for me as in like, I couldn't tell what list to put it on in right. the dead middle between I, top and the bottom for me. I know people- uh, who listened to the podcast might have been like, hey, well, you uh, recommended it. but There's like, no canon here. <laughs> but it, like, I'm, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't a great film. Oh, I disagree with you there. No, oh, well, we can talk about yeah. that more. I will defend then. it. In, this feels in familiar. <laughs> sure. Um, my number three, also, uh, it's been out for a while and in the same vein of Ridiculous Six. Genuinely saw it for the first time this year. Um, what's his name? Seth McFarlane's A Thousand Ways to Die in the West. Oh, yeah, okay, I've seen that. It's weird, right? It's so weirdly put together. It's worse than Ridiculous Six in oh. unfunny jokes. Okay. It's stripped of humour completely. It's like there's a template of a joke there and all you have to do is colour it in and Seth Wait. McFarlane turns the page over and draws a doodle on the back. <laughs> is yeah. that the one with Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington? Or no, I it's- um, I, can't, I can't remember it's who's Seth, in those. Seth McFarlane no, is the main character. that's a serious one. That's, that's, that's like a Magnificent Seven, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's actually got okay, Seth McFarlane in the lead and there was just, There's too many of these Hateful Eight, Magnificent Seven, Sinful Six, <laughs> whatever else, a thousand- People in the West, I don't know, whatever. 12, 13 reasons why. I don't yeah. know. Is that even the right number? Who cares? 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> well, my number three is a, is not a recent movie, but I saw it for the first time this year and it's The Blair Witch Project. What a hunk of shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you like that, you're a bad person. Abort yourself. I'm done. Wow. What's number two for you, Alex? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really? Yeah. I thought that was so average. Yeah. Seb, this is not in order for me. These are but all the, the fact that it made the bottom that- list in a world with Aquaman on it is concerning. Yeah. <laughs> Just it wasn't great. Interesting. Okay. So my second least enjoyable film is one that I saw off of uh, Red Letter Media's um, Best of the Worst oh, yeah. list. Um, it's it's bad, so it's on this list, but it does have 
entertaining value as being a, a bad film. It's called Chopping Mall. Okay. And it's about a shopping center that has uh, artificial intelligence robots um, as replacing their security. So they'll go around at night and, you know, essentially be Robocops. Okay. Um, it was released around the same time as Robocop. Okay. And then lightning strikes and they go crazy and start killing everybody. You could have seen this coming. <laughs> <laughs> but there are tits in it and that makes Ooh. it a redeemably 80s movie. Well, that's that's two ticks depending on how many tits there are. No, it's, it's, it's awful but very entertaining. My number two worst film from this year was Old Man and the Gun. What a... <laughs> What a terrible, terrible film. Yeah. My goodness. I have, it's the most bored I've been in the cinemas period. I can't think of a movie. Oh, except for when I saw the shaggy dog, you know, 20 years ago. That's not right. Less than that. But, um, <laughs> I wasn't eight. I was in high school. Um, but yeah, uh, old man, the gun just, yeah. Did not enjoy uh, Alex. Am I stalling for you? Is that what no, that word No, no, meant? no. I'm, I'm, Trying to gesture you, can you pass me your pencil? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were like telling me like, I'm going to write something. Can you stall? Um, and I'll be ready for your, so, your number one worst film of the year, even sure. though yours aren't ranked. It's it's not in order, but Jurassic World. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Don't. Well, that's what I've been told by several people, including by our friend. One that of loves the biggest Jurassic fans of Jurassic Park. <laughs> Don't see it. Don't see it. Okay. <laughs> Seb. Andrew? You're going to hate me and I don't care. Perhaps the worst film I have ever seen and will ever see, Mortal Kombat 2, Annihilation. You haven't seen it until this year? I, I saw it for the first time when, when we reviewed it, and it is crap. I know it is. That's it what is I said. hot crap. It's so crap, it's funny. <laughs> I, I agree with you. No, you don't- no, it has no redeemable qualities whatsoever. Um, Luke Hang is a flying bicycle kick. No. <laughs> Raiden is blending into the no. green screen. It's, um, it's actually my favourite no. review we've done. Um, well, you're going to hate oh, it's me. it's a great review. <laughs> Awful film. <laughs> well, you're going to hate me to the same time because the worst film of 2018 was Deadpool 2. Okay. It was no, stupid. I'll, I, I'll agree with you there. That's, yeah. But I will say- Almost made my list. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mention yeah. though for the good part, the good list was Once Upon a Deadpool. They yes. fixed it. Yes. And that's a huge, they did a very good job with that. But yeah, what a an abortion of a film. So much <laughs> less enjoyable than the first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you guys want to take a break before we hit our top five and play a game? Let's play a game. Sure. Yes. 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 We'll end on an actual high note yes. of good, good so films. <laughs> let's play. I've got the top ten list as right. catalogued by uh, ScreenRant.com of the in, the top international box offices of the year. Okay. Can you guys actually? Alex, have my pencil back. This will help me because now I need I need to do some recording. I am done with. I'm, I'm going to, to without knowing it. Yep, I, I genuinely don't know it. I'm going to say in the top three mm-hmm. sits Infinity War. I agree with that. Is, is it in the top three? It is in the top three. Okay. I also think Black Panther. Black Panther will was be a on, very popular film. Will yes. be on the list at least now. I'll give you an interesting fact. I'll, I'll tell you off the bat, Black Panther and Infinity War are numbers one and two. Oh, wow. Okay. In, in that order? Uh, Black Panther, number two, Infinity yeah, War, number okay, one. Yeah, However, yeah. domestically in the US, Black Panther is number one. Is that right? So it did more in the US than Infinity War did, but internationally, obviously, Avengers. And like, for the record, Black Panther did internationally 1.35 billion. Yeah. Infinity War did 2.05 billion. Right. So when we go through the list, Infinity War has done four times the amount of money some of these movies have done yeah. in the top ten. Oh, yeah, it yeah, went yeah, obviously yeah, gangbusters. Yeah. So that's number one and two, which I didn't um, want to do it in that order, but here we are. I 
also think Widows will be. Widows is oh, not. It hasn't oh. had enough time. But I will say okay. um, a film that a few of us were sent to see that Be- will surprise you as a one of these things is not like the others is Be- on this list. Bohemian. Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody be on is there. on this list. Yeah. 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 At number okay. eight, it oh, did yeah. uh, 643.6 million as of the time this yeah. was done. Okay. But- Deadpool, Deadpool's got to be on that list. Deadpool beat it out by one, as yeah, in okay. number eight was Bohemian Rhapsody. Number seven was Deadpool with seven hundred and thirty-five point six wow. million. Okay, right. So let's fill in the blanks because you'll you'll, no, you'll notice a trend here. Yeah, Bohemian right. Rhapsody is one hundred percent the outlier. Okay. Oh, the other ones are all Marvel comic book films. I will yeah. say every Marvel film that came out this year is on this list. Yeah. Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp <clears throat> is number nine. The War. Ragnarok didn't come out this year. It was Ant Man, Black Panther, oh, and yeah, that was War. Christmas last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that was their three. So Ant Man did six hundred and twenty-two point seven million. Was Bloody Solo hell. on there? Solo was not on there. Oh, see, see, we were talking on Facebook about 10. Solo not not being like a bit of a box office failure for them because as a Star Wars film, not making this list is a big deal for them. It was a yeah. f- it was a financial right. failure, but that's only because it costs so much. Because mm-hmm. they do a lot of reshoots on yeah. it too. Yeah. I saw you having right. a discussion with one of our fans yeah. on Facebook about, you were right, by the way, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I'm struggling to think of what other films were released. Well, I'll yeah. tell you number 10. Okay. okay. Fantastic Beasts, which means Ant-Man, Ant-Man beat Fantastic Beasts. I mean, by okay. uh, about just under $25 million. I suppose it does have Harry Potter cred, so of course it's going to be- Fantastic oh, Beasts did come out far later in the year than yes, Ant-Man. That, that's so fair. That's, these are all factors to take into consideration. Uh, I will also say though, this list, I believe, was dated on the 4th or the 3rd of December. So yeah, obviously we're yeah. missing about the most this month, but I mean, yeah. all, they all have the same- Time differential. Well, they wouldn't today. have time to get the receipts in anyway. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. So we have one, two, three, four movies left. Four remaining. Now, I'm, 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 I'm going to call uh, call that for me. I can't even I can't even guess what, what the other films. Okay. Can you give uh, us any directors um, or will that give it away? Yes. No, actually, you won't know any of the directors. I can give you okay. – I'll give you leads though. Okay. Um. Incredibles, I uh, hear okay. off microphone from Zane, and it is it is correct. Number four, one point two four billion dollars. Wow! So, so was that number three? Yeah. That was number four. Number four. three, we haven't done yet, but we've spoken wow. about it today. Oh, okay. Um, I won't let this go on too long because the the dead air of thought can kill me. <laughs> yeah. But I will. Jurassic World is number three. One point three. Billion dollars, unbelievable. So the top four are the only ones that cracked into the billions, but they cracked. They didn't just make it; like they were almost a quarter of the way yeah. past the billions, and they got there. Fucking so I. number six may surprise you, but hey, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the movies that it beat is I incredible. I did not expect that to be a top ten film. No. And number five is a film that we were meant to review and just forgot to schedule at Venom. All right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that yeah, only came out in November. Oh uh, yeah, it did well. So just to recap the top 10 from 10 to 1, Fantastic Beasts, Ant-Man, Bohemian Rhapsody, Deadpool 2, Mission Impossible, Venom, Incredibles, Jurassic World, Black Panther, Infinity War. Oh, pretty much. Spider-Man didn't go on that list. Yeah. It's only just come out. No, the other Homecoming. Homecoming was last year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So out of Did I just miss like six months of this (laughs) year or something? I get muddled too when when the releases uh, come out. So Infinity no. War almost doubled Incredibles 2, yeah. but has doubled literally everything from places 5 through to 10 in what yeah. it did. Like it 
but obviously it also costs a shit ton. So that'd be another discussion for later as to whether they've yeah. how much money they've actually oh, made. They definitely made oh, multiples of their budget back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But let us move on. Okay, I've got the movie plot game, and okay. then we've got and we've okay. top five. Let's 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 play movie plots. Now, this is a fun one for me because the person who wrote this plot put a thousand commas into it, and I'm going to read. Ex- <laughs> I'm not even joking. How many fucking commas there are in this? So I'm going to read it exactly as it is written. But I will say I had to edit it in one spot because where there should have been a comma, there wasn't one. And it infuriated me. So, at the office of a Japanese corporation during a party, a woman who's evidently a professional mistress, is found dead, apparently after some rough sex. All those pauses were intentional. Right. A police detective, Webb Smith, is called in to investigate. But before he gets there, he gets a call from someone who instructs him to pick up John Connor, a former police captain and expert on Japanese affairs. When they arrive, their Webb thinks everything is obvious. But Connor tells him that there's a lot more going on. That was oh painful God. to read. Is this like time traveling Blade Runner or something? What are your guesses for the name of this film? Uh, and I will tell you, there are two very well-known lead actors in this film. And I'll okay. accept a guess for either one of them. So take two guesses if you wish. Antonio okay. Banderas. <laughs> Who's your other guess? Oh. I'll read you the character names again, just so you can maybe get a mention. No, no, no I, I'm, I'm happy to go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say like, uh, um, I'm going to say it's like late night or or crime night or something like that. Okay. Do you have a title guess, Alex? Death night. Death night. Death crime. <laughs> okay. Any actor guesses? There are two um, lead actors in this film, both very well known for action films in the nineties. I'll give you that hint. Robert Downey Jr. I stand by Antonio. But there's another one. I'm saying, do you want two guesses, um, Alex? And um, Tom Hanks, George Clooney, Val Kilmer. All right. <gasps> Michael Keaton. The actors involved in this property were Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes, and it is called Rising Sun. Uh, Japanese business, I guess. No. Yeah. Yep. Haven't heard of it. I was kind of um, hoping that the okay. name of John Connor in there would make you guys think Terminator <laughs> for some reason. I mean, but straight yeah. away. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I completely missed that. <laughs> Top five time. Sure. Alex, all right. Starting at five, moving to one. At five. Okay. <laughs> I, I ranked it. That's why I got the pencil. Yep. Um, Netflix movie Dumplin. What's that about? So it's uh, it's got Jennifer Aniston <laughs> yeah. and some other uh, actors. <laughs> okay. So. Oh yes. Jennifer I Aniston. Love <laughs> Jennifer Aniston was um, Miss Teen Beauty Pageant winner, nineteen ninety one or something. Okay. And um, so she's pretty, she's thin, she won the beauty pageant thing. Um, and her sister was a bigger girl and her daughter, um, who's Willa Dean, um, is also a bigger girl, but her nickname is Dumplin. That's where the title of the movie comes from. Okay. It follows Willa Dean's story of feeling like she's, because she's a bigger girl, she's not accepted and her mum will never accept who she is because she doesn't do what she does. And it's this whole, it's a, it's quite a nice story about how like she joins uh, the pageant to kind of protest against mm. what everyone else is doing, like all these thin teenagers um, doing. <laughs> Sounds like a less fun miscongeniality. 
When you, when you told in, me the movie was ways. called Dumpling, I expected it to be about some traveling Japanese chef. It's a very feel good um, and like in. Uh, no, no, there's no I place like for it. feel goodness. Okay. So that's number five. <laughs> so that, that's my number five. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I'm very happy you picked something completely off kilter because I was worried we'd have like very similar lists going. So this is good. This is a good start. I actually went with a Netflix film as well. Um, a futile and, point, and futile and stupid gesture, which uh, okay. Chan Star from Mighty Motion Picture Engines corrected me is not uh, talking about the founding of Cracked Magazine, but of National Lampoon's magazine. Oh, okay. Very well done movie. Very funny. That's why when you said it the other day, I was like, Cracked's not that yeah, old, so is it? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Cracked goes back into the 50s. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. But this was National Lampoon's founded in the 70s. Um, very funny, very serious film telling a sad story in a very funny and uh, sort of irreverent way. Cool. Okay. Okay. My number five was Widows. We oh, yeah. reviewed yeah, it. Yeah. I love that film. Yeah, honourable mention. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, but I've, like I said, we've already reviewed it, so go yeah. back and listen to that. I'm not going to do it again. But yeah. <laughs> Alex, number okay. four. Uh, number four, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Okay, you're just making shit up now. <laughs> Are you mad? Did you, just do, a, did you feel like a Mad Libs before you got here? <laughs> I am not. I it, like the title. It is. Um, Can you remember it? It was, it was a book. It's based on a true story. So Guernsey was um, a little island off uh, England um, that was uh, taken over by Germany uh, in the war. And um, they built like fortresses mm-hmm. on it. It was like kind of like an outpost. But the um, the residents created a um, a book club, but then that got shut down. So they had the... Um, Potato Peel Pie Society, um, but then it evolved. It, it was a book club, so it was the Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Right, okay. Um, and it follows a author who fi- starts, like, finding out about this stuff and she goes to Guernsey and meets all these people in this society and follows the story and it's just it's beautiful um, and it's very heartwarming and she falls in love and, yeah, it's it's a – very lovely film, and I would highly recommend it. Okay, you I'm going to check that one out. Yeah, for my number four, it's Solo. Okay, I okay, unlike you, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't go into the film having any preconceived oh, notions. Don't in get fact, me wrong, neither no, did no. I. In fact, I was having a chat with um, uh, we went out for dinner, and I was I was chatting with the, with with the waiter just before we went into the film, and he was saying, um, look, it it got a very bad rap. From the press, it's not as it's not as bad as you think. It's it's um it has a lot of good things about it, and I have to say it's on this list because I didn't get bored during it. Like I was I was entertained the whole way through. There was no there was no point where I was looking at my watch or, or thinking God just get on with the story. I was enjoying the story as it was being told, and I had a really good feeling coming out of it. It was Fair it enough. made me it made me feel like I was watching an Indiana Jones film. Okay, yeah. I get that. Yeah, for that for that kind of excitement and adventure. Uh, if I had uh, watched pace. any Indiana Jones films, I would agree. Well, you will this year <laughs> because we're doing them. Oh, goody. Um, number four, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. I really had us a fun time. Like yep. when Andrew said, like about Solo, he just left in a good mood because of it. Yeah. Um, you play Queen at me for two hours and gonna be happy. End of story. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was bewitched. Let's go with that. <laughs> or number three, Alex. Uh, first Man. I, I didn't see this one. Yeah, I enjoyed Ryan Gosling. No, was it? Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, betraying uh, Neil Armstrong. Okay. It was, I I enjoyed the film. It was um, not what I was expecting to go in and watch. 
but the performances were great. Um, and I didn't actually know uh, how he got into the NASA program. And uh-huh, yes. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. I didn't think there were poor performances. Um, and like his personal life, like his personal life story. Yeah, it was engaging and I would highly recommend it. Oh, very good. Mm. Uh, for my number three, I had Ready Player One. Good choice. I didn't have that one. I, I was. I thought I'd be a, like persecuted for saying no. it. I really enjoyed that film. <laughs> yeah, nice, just you. like just like Solo, I I was entertained the whole way through. It had a lot of nostalgia for me. It reminded me. Um, it reminded me a lot of Back to the Future, possibly because Alan Silvestri composed mm. both films. Um, have you gone and read the book since seeing it? Or? I haven't. Okay. But I, they are very different. It's, but it's, 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 on, it's, it's on my list to to do. But I just really enjoyed it. I had a really good feeling out of it, and it told a very lovely story. And one, that of, one scene of those heroic Shining, stories. Very well done. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. My number three is a film. I it's not new, but I saw it for the first time this year. Troll Hunter. Uh-huh. I love that film. Yep. It was really good. Yep. That Once was going to be on my list. We have reviewed it. Go listen to our lovely <laughs> review at secondtakepodcast.com. Okay, Alex, uh, number, number two? two for me, Bird Box. New one out, Sandra Bullock. What's this about? Like, I've heard it mentioned, yeah. but I don't know. It's a dystopian world, so it, it kind of it starts off, Sandra Bullock has these two children and she's telling them, you have to do what you're told. Do not take your blindfolds off. If you do, you will die. Do exactly what I, you're told. Listen to me. And um, then they go out and they get into a boat and then it flashes back. Sandra Bullock is pregnant and uh, she goes to the doctor with her sister and then on the way home, um, like there's stuff on the news, like all these people are doing like mass suicides and shit. Um, and then on the way home, her sister sees something as she's driving and then tries to like fucking run them off the road. Um, the car flips, Sandra Bullock gets out, her sister gets out, she looks completely fine and then like is looking at her and then walks backwards as a truck comes zooming past, yeah. fucking kills her. It sounds like the happening. This, it is... Very, very intense. Okay. It is a very well-made film. Okay. Please watch it. Someone pitched it to me, like, what was that movie where the monsters have really good hearing that came out this year? The Quiet Place, but with eyes rather than ears. That's how it was pitched to me originally. uh, I have to see The Quiet Place. We should have have done it this year. All right. Awesome. My number two, also not a a new film, but I did see it for the first time this year, Hateful Eight for the review. Mm. Bloody good film. I loved it. That was really my, that was my number six, and when I was originally going to write a top yep. ten originally, because I loved that as well. Yeah, no, it was so good. I'm I I look forward to watching that again and just uh, listening to the performances, yep. listening to the story uh, play out. So yeah. engrossing. My number two is what it is because I'm a huge Mark, and it was <laughs> Avengers. I love that movie. It was I, fun. I had a good time with it. I love that they. I mean, I know it's temporary, but I love that they like fuck it and took out half the half the characters <laughs> because it was at least a bit different to what they've been doing up until now. But once again, yeah. we have a review at secondtakepodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> number one for me was Bohemian Rhapsody. I wow, just, okay. I, oh, you got to s- yeah. Oh, I went and saw it. Good. And, okay. And it, like I, I fucking loved it. Mm. I don't care if it was like any other musical. Um, like biography film, um, but the music I was good. Loved the performances it. were the good. Performances yeah. were great. We touched on it how much of it was true or not, but honestly, like sure, the read order book, might have, book. <laughs> the order may have been a little bit out, but yeah, like it was a coherent story, yeah. and it it felt like it stayed pretty true. Yeah. I I and agree. Yeah. Interestingly, I also have a biography for my number one. Uh, it came out at, at the start of the year, the, the death of Stalin. Very oh, okay. very uh, with um, what's his name, Armando. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. 
Don't look at me. I don't but know. He, but he's the writer on Veep, anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, right. Very funny, very funny writer, very funny movie, very cool. entertaining. I could not recommend The Death of Stalin more. Very nice. I'm late to the party on this one, but the best movie I saw this year for the first time was Snatch. I oh, love wow. that film. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Snatch. Um, almost a perfect film from what I can right. remember of it. So, but once again, I'm 18. Yeah, you missed this episode. I think you were away for it, Alex, yeah. but- it's, it came out in 2000, so okay. <laughs> like I said, very fashionably late to the party. Snatch, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, once again, we've reviewed that movie. It's like, anyway, um, awesome. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up for there. So that was a little bit of last year for us in review, and we'll be back to our regular variety hour functions as of next Wednesday. But thank you so much for joining us. Guys, socials, go. Second take podcast at gmail.com. That's my one. Some nah. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> search second take media review podcast. Probably we have Instagram as well. Second take. Podcast. We do have an Instagram yeah. at second take podcast and you can tweet us at second take TNC. And we have a website, second take podcast.com. I uh, hope you guys have all had a, a great start to the new year and we'll catch you on Monday for our next Shyamalan review. Shyamalan. Ding dong. That's the cut now. Uh, yeah. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun... Head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.